Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Federal mask cops have gotten the authority now to start targeting you. That starts today. That's right. Cue the federal mask cops. I'm talking about your actual mask you wear on your face. You're now going to have to deal with the cops from the federal government that will be able to come after you if you don't wear your mask. Americans are now required, thanks to the Biden team, to wear masks all the time, anywhere they've decided to deem it appropriate. And if you don't, these federalized police officers now, these new law enforcement agency can shut you down. You have to wear a mask on planes, now trains, buses, subways, taxis, car services, boats, and transportation hubs per a new order by the Biden administration through the CDC. It took effect today. Masks must be of a style approved by the federal government now and must fit properly as the federal government deems it. Here's the kicker. Failure to comply will result in being prohibited from traveling. Booted from the transit in question. And now criminal penalties. Who's going to enforce it is the question I'm sure you're asking. Well, the order will now be enforced by TSA agents. That's right. The Transportation Security Administration's agents and other federal authorities, as well as state and local officials, to the extent permitted by law, federal agencies are now required to implement additional measures to enforce the provisions of the order, the CDC says. Now, now, now really think about what just happened, what I just explained to you. The CDC has just been given the power to act as law enforcement officers. 
Their job is to deal with diseases. They now have the, the ability to lock you up, to fine you, to put you out of business, to put you on a no-fly list like you're a terrorist. All because the Biden administration said, let's do it. Let's extend power in this way to the CDC, which then then decide to implement new laws that they've had no authority before to do. Now, I'm not saying I'm against wearing a mask on a plane. I travel. I'm fine with it. I'm not in favor of saying that on public transportation that you need to wear a mask. I'm okay with that. But But the point is, when did the CDC get the authority to do this? When did the CDC get the, the, the authority to decide that they can then now find me and lock me up and have someone arrest me if I don't play by the CDC's orders? Because there's nowhere, this is literally the making up of laws that don't exist. Making up of authorities that don't exist. And this is what happens when you have a federal government that starts making things up as they go. The same way that they decided to change the way that we voted in the last election in the name of COVID without having any legal authority to do it. Don't obsess over the masks for a second. Okay, stop that for just a moment. Okay, don't don't do that for just a second. Hear me out. What we are now doing in this country is we are allowing parts of the government that were never designed and or created to have some sort of legal authority over you in a criminal sense. We're never supposed to have badges or guns or have the ability to lock you up or shut down your life who are now just saying in the name of COVID-19, screw it, I can do this now. Who's going to stop me? In fact, the Biden administration is not just saying that. They're saying, hey, you need to go a step further. They're encouraging this behavior. They're now encouraging the CDC to come up with laws that have been passed by no one. Not just rules, laws. And implementing these laws that no one had an opportunity to debate and or discuss. What just happened was you have the Centers for Disease Control that were just turned into a a new form of federal law enforcement. And no one gave them the authority and their power to do it. It just happened out of thin air. No one voted on this. No one decided on any of this. It just happened because we have a pandemic. And with a pandemic, apparently you can just make up rules as you go and do whatever the hell you want to do. That apparently needs, it seems to be, all that you need is a crisis moment, which goes back to the other concerning point that everybody should be paying attention to at this moment. This is an incredibly concerning point. From the standpoint that there are others that are going to look at this and see this and they're going to realize very, 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 very quickly that, wow, we can use any type of crisis that we want to then go for the ultimate power grab in any capacity that we choose. We don't have to go ask for power. We're just going to seize it because who's going to give it back, right? Once, once these government agencies get this power to act this way, do you really think they're going to cease to continue to use this power in the future? This is here to stay. The CDC is not going to give up this power. They're never going to end this power. They're never going to send out a directive saying, this is no longer needed, stop. This is no longer something you need to do, quit. That's never going to happen, folks. I'm telling you right now, that's never, ever, 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 ever going 
to happen. They will never stop. You give them this type of power, they are going to use it. They're going to use it forever. They're going to use this forever, and they're going to make sure that they have the power to continue to use it because when you give someone this type of power, they get power drunk off of it. Why wouldn't you get power drunk off this? This is incredible. You just went from a random CDC where you write memos and crap, and then people make decisions off your memos, to you getting to write directives, not just memos. You get to declare what you think is right. You get to declare what you think is appropriate. You get to declare, and it instantly becomes fact. It instantly becomes perfect. It instantly becomes a directive that no one should be able to stop. And so now you've got to worry about a new type of law enforcement coming in and telling you how the hell you're supposed to do your life. You now have a federal government that is mandating the appropriate style of a mask and how it should properly fit. And failure to comply will result in being prohibited from traveling. So you can lose your right to travel if you don't go along with what the CDC now tells you. The order, by the way, that will be enforced, this new law that no one voted on by the TSA, agents and other authorities... CDC, quote, reserves the right to enforce through criminal penalties. Again, who gave them the ability to have to impose criminal penalties on the public? Who gave the CDC the right to make law to decide that you are a criminal if you don't agree with what the CDC is telling you to do? The agency also added in this directive through the Biden administration. They, of course, are claiming their words, not mine, they, they, they claim not to intend to rely primarily on these criminal penalties. The feds, they say, may also implement additional civil measures enforcing the provisions of the order, which is not a rule within the meaning of the Administrative Procedure Act, the CDC notes. But rather, this is an emergency action. Oh, okay, I get it now. You can do all this because you've declared an emergency action. And all they had to do was say, it's an emergency action. And now we can do whatever the hell we want. That's, that's got to be fun, right? You've just created a vast network of law enforcement officials empowered to enforce these mask rules. Will, of course, provide a handy new excuse for monitoring and surveilling us citizens. And you're able to do it and justify it when you're the CDC because you say, well, we're not doing this within the means of, of their words of the Administrative Procedure Act. No, no, no. The CDC notes that this is because of, of, of an emergency action. So therefore, we can do whatever the hell we want. We're going to deputize federal agents. We're going to deputize state authorities. We're going to deputize local cops. On a federal level to enforce transit rule and transit mask rules so that we can go out there and we can police and harass you. This is going to give massive amount of power to harass and abuse people. People can overstep their bounds, right, in law enforcement now. I'm not saying they're going to, but some will. I'm not saying the majority are going to, but some are going to do this. You're going to now be able to, in America, target people who aren't wearing their mask the way you deem they have to wear their mask. CDC order doesn't just stop at people not wearing masks. In fact, it leaves a lot up to officials' discretion. For instance, travelers can take masks off while eating, drinking, and taking medication, leaving room for a lot of individual judgment on how long it's reasonable or appropriate to remove a mask for during these activities, as well as 
misinterpretation and whether someone is allowed to have a mask on or off at any given moment. The CDC order also says it's not enough to simply wear a mask. It has to be a certain kind of mask. It cannot be a bandana now. It cannot be a scarf. It cannot be a ski mask. It cannot be any of these types of things. It cannot fit too loosely or too tightly. It, cannot, it can't contain a valve or be made from knitted fabrics, leather, plastic, and or vinyl. Again, this leaves a lot of room for authority to choose who they target for enforcement and why they're doing it. And how did all this happen so quickly? I'll tell you exactly how. The CDC rule came just over a week after Biden's executive order, which already mandates masks on certain modes of public transportation, including planes and trains, and it mandated masks on federal property. However, Joe Biden's not wearing masks pretty much everywhere, which is on federal property. So there's a different set of rules for you, for him compared to you. These new CDC rules apply to any passengers, operators, or staff of any aircraft, train, road vehicle, vessel, or other means of transport, including ride shares, meaning arrangements where passengers travel in a privately owned road vehicle driven by its owner in connection with a fee or service. The order also applies on the premises of a transportation hub defined as any airport, bus terminal, marina, seaport, or other port, subway station, terminal, including any fixed facility at pass at at which passengers are picked up or discharged, train station, U.S. port of entry, or any other location that provides transportation subject to the jurisdiction of the United States of America. Here's the other really fun part. You ready for this? They can kick you and your entire family off of any mode of transportation they want to if your kids don't comply as well. So at what age do your kids have to wear these masks? Kids under two years old, they're okay. But as soon as your kid has their second birthday, and if you have a two-year-old, you know exactly how hard it is to keep a mask on them, especially for an extended period of time, like on an airplane, they can kick you off. In fact, they cannot just kick you off. They could actually arrest you. Not only can they arrest you, they can fine you and take away your right to travel. This is going to be really fun. This is going to be exciting. So, yeah, go get on a plane with your kids right now. Make the wrong person angry, and they can have you arrested because your kid isn't wearing the mask the way they believe it should be worn. They can take away your right to travel. You can be put on the equivalent of a no-fly list if they deem that your mask is inappropriately fitted on your face. I'm not saying that they're going to do it often, but you're crazy if you think someone isn't going to abuse this new power they received out of... All, by the way, passed by no one. Okay, this is passed by no one. Nobody passed this crap. This is all just made up. Out of emergency powers. Now, I'll go back to the point I was making a moment ago. Forget the mask for a second. I want you to just realize what just happened. The federal government, local and state governments, just figured out a way to grab unlimited power even when dealing with a face mask all if they believe it's being done in an emergency situation should anyone be concerned by this uh, I, I would argue yeah because 
what happens when there's another emergency situation? They deem that you can't have your firearms or can't purchase a firearm or ammunition because they've deemed that right now it's an emergency situation. Don't tell me this is a crazy comparison. It's not. Because these are the types of things that liberals will, in fact, do during a, quote, emergency situation. This is exactly what they'll do during an emergency situation. Right? During, during an emergency situation, this is what you would do. You take away people's powers. You declare a state of emergency. You declare some sort of stress on society. And then because of that stress that you've deemed on society, you then get to make up new laws. You get to make them up, not pass them, not have people vote on them. You get to make them up. You actually get to just make them up out of thin air. You get to decide all of a sudden out of out of thin air what you can and cannot do and what people can and cannot do under special circumstances because you're the one that got to come up with the special circumstances. We just we just literally militarized people that have no right to that power in this country nationwide. We just gave and a power to people that are not allowed to have this power, that no one voted on them having this power, to not only enforce laws, but to make laws out of thin air, all because they say, well, it's an emergency situation, this is a pandemic, and therefore we should have the right to do it. The definition of rule is, of law is actually having rules that are applied before you make laws. You have an organized structure to how you make laws. You have the right for people to debate and discuss and to protest and to disagree and to discuss some more laws. That's what this country is. That's what rule of law is. We don't allow dictators to just make up laws whenever they decide that it fits their narrative in that moment in time. That is what we just did nationwide. So congratulations to all of you morons that voted for Joe Biden. This is what you've now created. You've created a new police force, a federal force, the CDC, that doesn't have the power to do it because they've decided that they need to do it now and they can't wait for the laws to be debated or discussed, even though this has been going on for now over a year. Or maybe they just know what I know. Maybe they just know exactly what I know. They know they could never get away with this if it was done the appropriate way. There would be way too many people that protest and say no to this. So therefore, if you know that's coming, then screw it. Just do it anyway. Don't ask for permission. Just do it in the name of an emergency declaration or emergency decision. Game on. Let me just give you a compare and contrast with another story that has happened. You know, you look at this seizing of power by the government to do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. You can see this happening all over the Biden administration. Another great example of that is climate change right now. This fight on climate change where they're telling you what you can and cannot do, where you can and cannot work, costing hundreds of thousands of jobs in the oil and gas industry. What type of car you're, they want to mandate that you drive and the uh, fuel economy that your car must get. All of these things that are coming back with the Biden administration, but even more extreme than they were under the Obama administration. Because we're going to decide what you can and cannot do with your life, and we're going to tell you what the penalties are. Th- this is not just dealing with the mask mandate. This is now dealing with anything they want to implement. 
you look at John Kerry, the climate czar guy, right? This is a guy who does the opposite of what he's mandating that you do. You've got to do the opposite of what I do. We found out that just a couple years ago that the climate czar, John Kerry, went to go get an award for climate change and flew on a private jet to get there. And he says, well, you, you don't understand. You, 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 hold on. You've got to understand this real quick. You need to, you need to comprehend something here. Uh, I, I'm allowed to do that because I'm different than you. You're a commoner. I'm an elitist. Right? I'm more important than you are, so therefore I have the right to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I, I, I'm not a normal person, so I must fly on a huge private jet to go pick up my climate award. And I can fly on private jets now, and my family can have a private jet now, even though I'm telling you that they're ruining the world, and I can fly anywhere I want to, not on a commercial plane because I'm different. I'm John Kerry. I'm a big deal. So I'm going to make rules. I'm going to make laws. I'm going to make decisions that you have to abide by. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to make these rules, these laws, these decisions that you have to abide by. Meanwhile, I'm not going to abide by them myself. How many of you think, by the way, Nancy Pelosi is going to fly home on her private plane that we pay for in the federal government next weekend or this weekend? And she's going to wear a mask the entire way there. She's not. She's going to get on that damn plane and she's going to fly home and she's not going to have a mask on and you're going to pay for it. But if you don't wear that mask on the airplane, they'll arrest you. They'll fine you. They can lock you up. They can put you in handcuffs. You think John Kerry's getting on a private jet and wearing his mask the entire time, which is what this new mandate orders? Of course not. No one believes that the Democrats on their private planes are going to do what they're mandating right now. You think when they get in their cars and they're and they're being driven from point A to point B for their whatever event it is in D.C. or back in their home district, that they're going to wear their mask the entire time? No. The same way that even when the salons were shut down, Nancy Pelosi could kill, still get her hair cut in San Francisco and then said it was a setup against her. That's what she said. She said it was a setup. It was, a, it was like a sting operation. They were setting me up for failure. Somebody else's fault, not mine. None of these tool bags are going to go by these rules. None of them are. They're not going to. They're going to do what they want to do, how they want to do it, when they want to do it. Now, they're going to mandate that you do it differently. And if you don't, they're going to take away your rights to travel. Because that's what they do. They're going to take away your right to travel. That's how they operate. This is what they do. Tucker Carlson last night talked about the hypocrisy. And I want to play part of this for you about this climate czar, right? This... This fight for change, you have to do the opposite of what John Kerry, who's in charge of it, is actually doing. Take a listen. The other day, a lot of czars all of a sudden, so we want to keep them separate. A climate czar is very different from a reality czar, which apparently we're also getting. The climate czar is not worried about reality or science, for that matter, any of that. The climate czar fights climate change. And if facts or common sense get in the way of that, the climate czar will fight those too. It's the perfect role for John Kerry. John Kerry has divided his entire life to taking on global warming by contributing as much to global warming as he possibly can. Over the past year, to name just one among many examples, John Kerry's private jet, yes he has one, has spent at least 20 hours in the air, admitting in the process more than 100 metric tons of carbon emissions, much more than you will emit in a lifetime since you don't have a private jet. John Kerry is the kind of leader who leads by negative examples. Well, in 2019, the world finally recognized John Kerry's sacrifice, his enduring commitment to doing precisely what he wants. 
while preventing you from doing the same. John Kerry was given in recognition of this something called the Arctic Circle Award. That award recognizes his efforts to, quote, tackle environmental matters. Naturally, John Kerry flew all the way to Iceland, that's 3,000 miles away, on his private jet to accept this honor. In his acceptance speech, John Kerry made it very clear that people like John Kerry make him very angry. In order to fight climate change, John Kerry said, we need to do exactly the opposite of what John Kerry himself is doing at the moment. People are dying around the world because of climate change. I see it in my country. Floods in mid part of our country that wiped out farms, fires even now in California, mudslides that swallowed up whole homes and people. I get angry when I look at what public responsibility is supposed to be and I don't see people doing it. <laughs> there are mudslides and floods and fires, therefore I must have more power and if you don't give it to me, I will be angry. And to prove that point, John Kerry will personally cause as many mudslides and floods and fires as it takes to wake you up to this problem. That's the cross he's willing to bear. Any questions? Well, at the time, no one had any questions. Actually, they never do. No one in the American media asks questions or thought that speech was weird in any way. But back in 2019, one journalist in Iceland, not yet brainwashed, did have a question. He asked, why did John Kerry fly all the way to Iceland on a private plane? Isn't that a little hypocritical? Now, to our knowledge, no one covered John Kerry's response at the time. It was completely buried. We have it now. You're going to want to see it. This is John Kerry's response. It's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. I have to fly to meet with people and get things done. It's the only choice for someone like me. It's the only choice for someone like me. Why do you have a 12,000 square foot house on the water in Nantucket? It's the only choice for someone like me. Not a choice you're allowed to have. None of the rules apply to the people in charge. Obviously, the people in charge are important. You are insignificant. And that's why corporations, Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, are seeing record profits right now, even as your life falls apart, even if, if you run a small business, you get arrested for trying to make a living. This is just standard in the climate movement. They don't have any problem with it at all, John Kerry's answer, any of this behavior. Because for them, it's not really about the environment. None of these people... None of these people, the ones yelling about, there's no planet B, know anything about nature. They don't go outside. They couldn't name three bird species. They don't know what deciduous from a conifer. They're completely cut off from nature. They hate nature. They're at war with it. But there is one exception, one principled voice in the environmental movement. We reached out today to get her reaction to John Kerry's speech in Iceland. And again, no one has reported on this. Here exclusively, if you can handle it, is Greta Thunberg's response to John Kerry. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Yeah, you go, Greta Thunberg. You tell that John Kerry. He's wrecking your childhood. Well, you hear the term systemic racism like... By, by the way, let me, let me just go back to one thing about Thunberg that you just heard there. You, you heard her, her thoughts, right, about ruining her life. She's the famous person that they made famous because she's attacking people on climate change everywhere. Uh, she may have some problems. Greta Thunberg accidentally posts 
uh, document with talking points of India protests. Apparently now she's going to face some criminal charges. That Swedish climate change activist drew the ear of police prosecutors in India today after she used social media to offer running commentary and advice on violent protests by the country's farmers. The 18-year-old left-wing ACO activist shared and then quickly deleted a message that detailed a list of suggested posts about the ongoing civil disorder, according to a report in the New York Post, which her critics say reveals she is being coached on what position to take by outsiders. She clearly didn't mean to put this out there. It was an accident. The list gave a series of tips on what to post on social media, asking her to also repost and tag other celebrities tweeting about it, including pop star Rihanna. 30 seconds. As well as the Twitter storm, the toolkit, she also shared and also suggested highlighting planned demonstrations at Indian embassies. The Delhi police filed a case against the activist over her tweet while rejecting foreign intervention on purely domestic matters. So let me get this straight. Greta doesn't even know what the hell she's saying anymore. She just gets these talking points sent to her. Couldn't have seen that being a possibility beforehand, right? Oops, my bad. Didn't mean to post that. I swear I'm filled with original thought. She's nothing but a puppet for the extreme left who's sending her her talking points and telling her which celebrities she needs to be retweeting. She accidentally posted the wrong thing. Had to delete it quickly, but ah... With the internet, once it's there, it's always there. And I'll leave it at that. But first, quick reminder, if you have not texted us on your cell phone, make sure you do it right now uh, so that we can always keep in touch with you, especially if there's news and information we're not allowed to post on big tech. We're going backwards with technology, so we don't rely on big tech to help us get in touch with you, especially if they make us disappear. So if you want to make sure that we have like a, a 911 line to one another, so that we can always keep in touch if big tech silences us. Make sure you text us right now. Just take out your cell phone and text us. Uh, our number is 55433. That's 55433. Okay, 55433. Just text the word Ben like you would normally text like, hey, what do you want for dinner? Just put in the word Ben and hit send. Our number again, 55433. All right, I'll see you back here tomorrow on our podcast. Have a great day. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.